millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Support. Curtis Fleming is there on the edge of the air. Fleming for Craig Hignett. Hit it, Higgy. Higgy hits the track. Abanelli coming alive again. Janino wants the ball played to him. Abanelli spots out. Hello and welcome to the Board Breakdown Podcast, the opposition show with Johnny and my guest for today, Raj uh, from the Premier League panel. Raj, how are you doing? Are you okay? Yeah, very good, thanks. Uh, finally, the uh, weather's brightened up a bit, so mood's been a bit better today, but yeah, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm very good, thank you. I'm very good. And thank you for, thank you so much for coming on as well. Uh, the last time, obviously, you spoke to, to Dana and Tom um, in the playoff semi-finals and... Gus Hamer sent you through to the playoff final, breaking our hearts, and you nearly, nearly made it to the Premier League as well, and I thought you were actually going to do it, um, so unfortunately for that, but the pro- positives, we get to speak um, for the first time, and also you come back on the podcast as well, so um, I'm really, really happy to see that, but let's let's chat about Coventry, because how's the summer been for you guys, because there's been changes, there's been signings, there's been investment, it seems like a bit of excitement around the place, so how how's, how's Coventry uh, done this summer? Yeah, so we approached the summer with a bit of uh, apprehension, really. We thought maybe this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get up to the Premier League. We've got play, uh, players who might leave. As you said, Jokerez has left. Uh, and Gus Hamer has also been linked with ex- an exit as well. We thought if we lose those two, there's no chance of really of us getting back into playoff contention. But luckily, it, so far, it's only been Jokerez who's left. Uh, obviously, Sporting Lisbon managed to squeeze out €20 million Euros for him, which was a decent fee. Um, and then Hamer has been linked with a move, but so far staying, but how, he's got one year left on his contract. It's all about whether he takes the uh, contract offer at all. Coventry end up there cashing, up, cashing in on him because he's not accepted it. But I think he will stay is what the latest murmurings are. Whether he signs a contract, we don't know. But then as a, uh, the other thing was, were we going to spend the money we got for Jokerez? We had a new owner come in uh, midway through last season. We weren't sure what to mm. expect. And luckily, he has reinvested all that money but we got, uh, and that's a refreshing uh, uh, change of approach for us because Sisu, our previous owners, used to sell players and not invest anything back. So, yeah, we've definitely invested with that money, uh, and the excitement is really back on the terraces. Yeah, it, it does sound it. And, you know, you mentioned it there, the loss of Jokerez, but you've brought in two strikers off the back of it. Ellis Sims is, is a big one. And then also, had your right as well, I think, is your record transfer uh, now. So, can you see. Uh, Coventry maybe adjusting the style ever so slightly now that you're bringing in these these two type of forwards and appreciate signings do change systems and ways of playing there's patterns that might potentially change but can you see that now changing with the loss of Jokeres? What I think Robbins has gone for he has tried to recruit I think similar profiles uh, you look at the mm. two strikers right he's pretty quick uh, he's a good dribbler um, and Sims probably not as good at kind of creating his own chances as what Jokeres was uh, and dribbling. 
but I think there's definitely some similarities. Uh, Robbins is looking at some pace, uh, pace and attack. I think he's realised uh, we're a very, very good counter-attacking team. So against a lot mm. of the big, uh, big teams, the top half of the table teams, we will play on the counter-attack. And again, that was the case against Leicester on the opening day. We really tore them to shreds on the counter, wasted about four or five one-on-ones in front of goal. Um, and that is the worry I have. That is one worry I have. Jokeres was very clinical uh, for most of his time at the club. And I think he bagged about 18 goals that season. Wright and Sims have already started missing chances in these first two games. We played in the in the Cup yesterday and we wasted, against uh, Wimbledon, seven big chances we had and we only scored one goal. Um, so that, that's one worry I have. So I think Sims, he's got the proven record of scoring for Sunderland on loan. That's it. I think he scored seven in 12 for them. Yeah. So there is some hope there. He's got some experience to fall back on. But it's all about his confidence. He did look like a guy really short of confidence already in that first game. Uh, maybe he just needs to settle into his rhythm and we'll get there. But yeah, I think he's tried to recruit similar profiles up front. I think what he's done also, uh, because Jokrez is actually a good creator for us as well. He's brought in some more creative players. So we brought in a Japanese player, uh, uh, Tatsu Sakamoto. He looks like a very uh, good dribbler. and He's got a nice pass on him as well. So he, he can come in, he can play wing back or number 10. Um, and then he's also brought in Jay De Silva from Bristol. He's very technically mm. uh, sure of himself. I really liked his performance against Leicester. All of our build-up was running through the left, most of it anyway, because of how good De Silva was on the ball from left wing back. So yeah, that's probably where he's looking to add a bit more creativity and technical ability elsewhere in the team to make up for what Jokres is providing us in a more direct fashion. Out of those signs as well, and you mentioned uh, there the, the Japanese winger, but is there, is there any other like players that Borough should be mindful of coming into this game at, at the weekend? Obviously, Jared Silva is a fantastic signing. Like, I wanted him at Middlesbrough um, for yeah. a number of years. He's always someone I used to sign on FIFA as well when I needed a, a cheap <laughs> left back. Um, but like, is there any players like we should be mindful of? Obviously, the two forwards, the winger that you mentioned, Jared Silva is there. Out of the, I think it's the nine signings that you have uh, or you've made, is there is there any more that we, we should be keeping an eye on? I think uh, Hadji Wright probably is the one to keep an eye on. I think he is the live wire out of him and Sims. Uh, I think he came on against Leicester, uh, dribbled past a couple of players and smashed a shot off a crossbar after a few minutes. So he does look like a live wire to me. He won a penalty last night against Wimbledon as well. Uh, he's probably... I don't know whether you're still playing Paddy McNair on the right side of your defence, but he'll be the that'll be the matchup those two again. What Jokres and McNair had a few battles last season. I think it'll be similar with Wright and McNair. Um, and then also at the back we brought in Bobby Thomas. He from Burnley. He, he I think he's on he was on loan at Barnsley last year, and he had a, a storming season for them. Uh, and he's come in and he looks like a fantastic carrier of the ball for that. He saunters at the pitch. Um, Reminds me a bit of what John Stones does, actually. Uh, I don't know if it's that Barnsley yeah. heritage coming through. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he caused Leicester a few problems with the way he's carrying the ball at the pitch. So that's another one to look out for. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and, and 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 with that as well, I would just mentioned on, on Paddy McNair, he moved to the to the right-hand side um, in, in the previous game um, against Millwall. And, you know, it was interesting because he didn't really seem comfortable there. But, you know, we... For this game, if there is pace involved, then I could potentially see him moving in more central again because Dale Fry isn't the quickest. Um, mm. And we've also got Lenahan there as well. So we could potentially see that tweak again. Um, but given that we played each other, what, three times in three games and then obviously, yeah. got, well, now four and five, I'm very interested to see how how this changes. And going into that game, like, do you 
do you think that Robbins will maybe change things again because that box midfield works so well? And just to give you a bit of context as well, Millwall adopted a very, very similar approach to you guys in that second uh, opening day. Box midfield, keep it narrow, keep it tight, three at the back, and then just try to to press uh, our fullbacks. And they had a lot of success, and the game was 1-0. Um, very, so very few similarities. But do you think Robbins will, will maybe change it coming at the game on, on Saturday? That, that's an interesting one. I didn't know Millwall had done that as well. So, yeah, I actually think he will go with the box again because this time we've actually got another fit midfielder who we didn't have against you guys last time, Casey Palmer. And he was a bright spark mm. against Leicester. Um, he plays more advanced in one of the two advanced roles of the box midfield. And he's very good at kind of bursting from midfield. Very good dribbler. He's got a good power to him. And he can chip in with a goal as well. So I could see maybe Sims all right up front and then Palmer playing behind them. Uh, and then obviously you've got uh, Gus and Ben Sheaf with a kind of passing ability behind that. Uh, and yeah, so that, yeah, yeah, I think he will go with the same approach. I, I think we'll just try and hit you on the counter attack again. I think Robbins, that's what I like about him as well. He doesn't try to be something he's not. He knows what the best approach is. He's got that pragmatism about him. He doesn't mind giving up the ball for large periods. And Hamer started off the season in fantastic creative form. He created three big chances against Leicester, uh, really purely from picking the ball up uh, after a Leicester attack broke down and then pinging balls over the top or in behind. Uh, the Leicester back line, Yannick Vescar had a torrid time. So, yeah, I think he will go for that similar approach. Yeah, and, and just finally before I want to come to your predictions uh, for the game, um, is there an expectation at Coventry now to 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 do well this season? Because in pre- appreciate over the last three or four years, you know, you've evolved you, every season, you've progressed, things have been great. Last year was tremendous, especially with everything against against you. You've managed to still finish in the playoffs, get to the final as well. This year's been different. You know, you've had money mm-hmm. to spend. There's there's a record investment. There's now, I mean, I'm assuming ticket ticket sales have done tremendously well as well. The feel good factors back at Coventry. Do you think that the expectation from fans to succeed now is could potentially play a part in Coventry season? Yeah, 100%, I agree with you. Uh, there already seems to be a bit more expectation around the ground. I think once you get so close, you want a taste of more, really. And as you say, the investment is now doubled down on that. Uh, people are expecting Robbins to take the next leap. And even on the in the away end on Sunday, I could feel there's a bit of tension there, even with the likes of Ellis Sims. They were getting on his back a bit after a couple of the missed chances. Matty Gordon as well missed a couple uh, and there was a bit of a I'd say there's a bit of frustration there but you've just gone away to Leicester City really favourite for promotion and still we were expecting to get that result uh, 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 and unfortunately we leaked the two goals at the end uh, Jude Brewer was magnificent but yeah I, I, I do that is one thing I do worry about cause, and there's been a lot of turnover can this squad cope with that pressure I'd like to think so but yeah, it's down to Robbins to keep them calm. Uh, and I think we're definitely going to need a result uh, on uh, on the weekend against you guys. Yeah, um, I mean, I hope you don't, to be honest. But we'll come into predictions. <laughs> um, we'll go season first, then we'll do the, ga- uh, the game on, on Saturday. So what's your predictions for the season, Raj? Where do you think Coventry will end up? I think season, all the, if Gus Hamer does stay, which I do like, I think he will do, yeah. um, I'm going to go, I'll go for a fifth place finish. I still yeah. think we do we do lack a bit of quality to hit to get into the automatic promotion spots, it, especially if our strikers don't settle. 
It's a, it's going to be the big big factor really. I think our midfield is quality. Our centre backs are very good. We our new wing backs are good as well and creative. It's all about the strikers. If they can click, then we might be able to get an automatic promotion stop. But the these first two games have given me a bit of doubt on that. So I'm going to go with fifth. Okay, fifth, fifth, still fantastic, and you know what? Don't take two games for it, right? We've got, got wait till the magic ten. That's what I was saying. Wait till <laughs> yeah. the magic ten, and it, you, we'll work it out from there. Uh, but yeah. predictions for Saturday? What are you going? What do you think? I'll go through a two-one uh, Coventry. I think we will leak a goal. Yeah. I wasn't too happy with how our midfield was tracking runners on the weekend. Ben Chief probably had his poorest points in a while. I do we all gave him a bit of a run around. Uh, and you guys are, are very good at kind of penning teams in and it's like death by a lot of passes sometimes when we played you guys. But I think, yeah, I, I do fancy you to get a goal. But I did see there was two back from injured. Is that is that is that some latest news, is it, that's come out? I saw on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, so he's still injured. Yeah, he's still injured. Uh, um, we've, we've got a few injuries, um, you know, so who knows? Who knows could start off yeah. for us. So that'll probably give me the confidence we'll go 2-1 uh, Coventry. Okay, I'm gonna I'll I'll go for a one-one draw. Um, I think that mainly just because you know we drew, you know, one-one in this last game of the season. We drew on the first leg. Yes, you won one on the in the playoff semi-finals. We won't mention that. Um, but mm-hmm. I just think just a draw. We'll go we'll go draw. I, I, that's what I want. That's how I'm feeling at the moment. Mainly because we're still finding our feet. You know, we haven't brought in a, a striker as of yet. You know, Morgan Rogers has been playing there. Sammy Silvera played up uh, up front in the second half against Huddersfield and played really well. So we might see that. Um, there's also Marcus Foss on that right-hand side, who's a very good finisher and could potentially do that too. So I'm very interested to see how we potentially approach it. Um, I think it's going to be a really difficult game for us in, in general, to be honest. You know, about, about Tuba there, we did lack that creativity. That box midfield causes a lot of problems against Millwall in terms of being able to break a team down. And so it could be anything. Um, we have been working on our short corners though. It hasn't went down well uh, yet, but <laughs> you never know. You never know. The, the one short corner we scored last season was against you guys in the last day of the season. So oh, who yeah. knows? Yeah, so that, that could happen. That could happen. But Raj, thank you so much uh, for coming on. I really appreciate your time. I know you're such a busy guy with the Premier League panel. Uh, but where can people find you? Where can they find more of your content? Yeah, so I'm on YouTube, uh, The Footy Doctor. So. Uh, yeah, I'm a doctor away from all the football side yeah. of things. So I try to fuse the two get together. Uh, so I'm on YouTube there. And uh, yeah, as you said, Premier League panel is where you find my uh, kind of European and Premier League analysis uh, on, on uh, the tactics and everything like that. Brilliant. So thank you very much uh, for having me on, guys. Um, and this has been the opposition preview show for Coventry City. And that was all your boy, Master Chatter, in a podcast. Up the board breakdown. <laughs>